Lords of Loud, The Summer Series. Welcome back to Lords of Loud. It is, in fact, episode nine of the Summer Series. That's my favourite number. It is, it is. I'd like to welcome uh, back to the chair, the chair, Mm -hmm. Lord Al. Sure. Speaking here with Lord Brett as we discuss uh, another seemingly boring topic similar to last time. Last Uh time we did time signatures. Yep. And I tell you what, the response has Mm. been catatonic. (laughs) Has. It's been as expected, really. That's right. Now, so. now, some people say, "Well, did did our episode fail?" No, I think the episode was a success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the audience failed. Yes, yes, that's usually what the problem is. When you try to go highbrow, sometimes the audience can't come along with you. So, <laughs> so boy, we put you to sleep last time. What are we going to lull? Maybe we could. Maybe we should swap. We should pivot, and now we're going to do relaxation podcast. <laughs> well, we just don't change any of the topics. <laughs> We just tell people this is going to put you to uh-huh. sleep. It's just the two of us. Just crapping on. Yeah. So what are we going to put people to sleep with this time? Well, maybe it won't, uh, maybe it won't put them to sleep. Maybe it'll perk them up a little bit. Hey, hey, hey. I believe we've decided, unfortunately, we're going to talk about short and fast or long and slow. That's right. Uh, as I commented, potentially the worst porno name ever. Uh-huh. But, you know, it could get us a ratings we're after. So what on earth are we talking... What are we really talking about, Al? What is... What's the... What are we, what's the underlying current? What are we going on about? All right. Well, the musical side of what we're talking about uh, is what are some of the uh, shorter songs in popular music. How did songs get to be in kind of a standard length of what they are? What are some of the longer examples? And just how fast can you go? Ooh. With a song. Be specific there. Sounds like we are going to put people to sleep. <laughs> okay, so. Well, well, I trust you have some reminders. I have some reminders. Should you fall off? Now, mm-hmm. uh, 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 our listener who listened last time will yes. be familiar with uh, when you say something which might be wrong or at least uh, offside. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And when you're being a bit of a tool. Yes. But as promised, uh, I have some other uh, warning signs. So let's uh, Let, let's see how many I can accomplish. Let's let's get going, and just to just to keep you on track, uh, <laughs> I've got the timer going. Okay, uh-huh. let's start somewhere. Let's start talking about uh, uh, why are songs the length they are? Why why are songs potentially around that three minute mark that seem to be the the sweet spot for songs? Yes, is it just that people have incredibly short attention spans? Potentially, maybe it is that. Uh, it, it, the quickest way to make uh, some money is just to repeat a couple of things for about three minutes and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately, the real answer is comes down to records. For for those listeners who uh, were born in maybe the last century would understand what a record is. It's mm-hmm. a piece of wax, circular mm-hmm. wax of some sort. But a 78, the old 78s apparently could hold about three minutes of music. So in the 40s and 50s, when they start, when the singles, the 45s came out, yep. I guess they were created to uh, uh, create keep the same sort of uh, uh, amount of song going. That that seemed to be the standard of them. Yep, singers, are you already had you know your uh, your Glenn Millers in the mood, and you're uh, you're putting on the Ritzes. That's right. There, why you know why why, why wreck the formula? Exactly. Cool. 
All right, so that's why songs are that long. So let's talk about songs. So there's a physical limit. You just couldn't squeeze any more. Couldn't squeeze any more onto that piece okay. of what became a piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. So let's jump straight into some short songs that hopefully people know. Uh, would you like to play for Lord Ben a short Beatles song? I would love to. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so there we are. That's, uh, of course, The Beatles Mm -hmm. uh, from Me To You, uh, 1963. That song clocks in at a minute 55. They were phoning in. Not a second too. Not a second too long. They were phoning it in, surely. A minute 55? They couldn't even crack the two-minute barrier? Well, it's amazing how many songs back then were so short. Sub-two-minute? Yeah, sub-two-minute or definitely sub-three-minutes. It was... It's like the uh, the punk ethos of uh, let's just get in and get out, That's right. but, but with cheesy love songs. I like it. I like mm. it. And I like how you bought that whole porno thing, let's get in and get out. Rightio. <laughs> so uh, th- this is a n- next song is a 1967 song from the Box Tops called mm-hmm. The Letter. Would you mind giving us a crack at that? Shh. That's what she said. Give me a ticket for an aeroplane. Got time to take a fast train. Lonely days are gone. I'm a going home. My baby just wrote me a letter. I don't care how much money I got to spend. Well, nice way. How long was that one? That's a minute 52. And I was, I, I didn't even know it was. A cover. I thought it was Joe yeah. Cocker. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So right. Joe, Joe did the cover yeah. and Joe did a longer version. Yes, yes. He threw as a, he tended to. He threw a couple of uh, uh, solos in there mm-hmm. and I think he might have gone to the bridge again twice, yep. an yep. old trick. But I wonder uh, uh, how much performing that these songs live mm. uh, was where people got used to longer songs because yeah. playing a song for two minutes, you then got to yes. play another one. Yes. And potentially, you, you know, if you're trying to play a 30-minute set, that's yes. 15 songs. It could, it could we, be one of those unfortunate bands who has to go through their set list twice. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's right. Play that hit again. Yes. Great. So we're down to a minute 52. Could you play The King? And we'll get down to a minute 46. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, let me be You love and tell you back the best thing about that song is that you could, uh, as long as you get the vowel sounds right, it doesn't really matter what, <laughs> That's what, what you sing. Uh, and also potentially for uh, uh, the ladies in the audience, mm-hmm. maybe all they could handle is a minute 46 of the king. Because hey? he's, he's pretty... Uh, He's pretty... Pretty drunk. He's pretty contagious out there. <laughs> he's pretty <All> right. dead, actually. <laughs> well, so. nowadays, yes. He'd probably smell a bit. Okay. Mm. So that's Elvis, uh, Teddy Bear, 1957, minute 46 again, where we seem mm-hmm. to be dancing in the, in a pretty much the, uh, an old era. So uh, the what's interesting, though, is we've chosen songs that would be classified as hits. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, definitely in the charts somewhere. Yeah, have charted. 
so this this song, which is reportedly the shortest uh, song that's charted, uh, is by a band called called Maurice Williams and the Zodiacs. Yes, and it's called Stay, and it's from 1960. So how long is this? This is a minute 37. Hey? He really doesn't want anyone to stay a little bit longer. No. He's, if he's... That's right. He's not pleading very long. He's, <laughs> he's basically saying, I'm just going to say it once and then I'm gone. Yes. Uh, a minute 37, that's just... No, that's phoning it in. That's phoning in. There's nothing there to that song. So we've got a verse and a chorus and I've got a wah-wah yeah, 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 in there. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. However, an exhausting day in the studio. You, your royalties and that. If you write a four-minute song, if you write a minute thirty-seven song, your royalties mm-hmm. are all the same. Yes. So this guy's actually getting more bang for his buck. Yes. It's the poor person buying the single, the forty-five, yeah. who's getting the opposite. Yes. And I, I imagine the remix may have been the extended <laughs> remix may have been four minutes. So <laughs> crazy. A twelve-inch. Twelve yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, I think Jackson Brown used to play the song on stage, but he did it. He, he basically shoehorned it into another song. Okay. Probably to just you lengthen it Quite all. easily too. <laughs> nice. Okay. Now, uh, that's all I have for songs that charted that were short. Do you have an example of songs that may not have charted that are short? I do. Uh, I do. The, the shortest one I could find was by everyone's favourite, a Sunday night band, Napalm Death. Oh, of course. Yes. Are they a Christian rock band? <laughs> Not last I checked, <laughs> but uh, but this one and yeah and you'll need to be quick with the volume oh. is because this one's only three seconds long. Wow! It's called "You Suffer." You suffer. Yes. Wow. There we go. And that was it. Yes. Do you want to hear it again? I think we need to hear it again just so that people are ready this time. So there you mm. go. I mean, I think when they play it live, and they do play it live, it's a fan favourite. I, th- <laughs> I think the counting is almost longer than the actual song. <laughs> that's right. Tell me they play as the encore and that's it. It's a one, they come out <laughs> for right. their three-second encore and then they're uh-huh. gone. That's right. Contractual obliga- obligation done. We're out. I, I don't... Uh, you're taking the piss, right? <laughs> I mean, seriously, this band, they've got to be phoning it in at this point. No, this was, this was at their peak. When it went, well, as far as I know, it was their peak. But that was, yeah, I this think that was back in the 90s. is bullshit. <laughs> okay, surely you are phoning it in at that, that uh, uh, three right. seconds. Cause I think they had a few others that were slightly longer that might have been in the, you know, uh, above five seconds, maybe less <laughs> less than 20. <laughs> so so you, you believe they're, this is the genre they're playing in, that they, they are... Well, re- they're, generally they're death metal. They're not, you know, they're not renowned for... Short songs, right. but if you were a fan, you'd go, "Oh yes, I know that one," just because it sticks out so much, <laughs> or doesn't. You know, it's the the in between song where if you sneeze, you've missed it. I was going to say yes, it would be uh, when you're playing it on on your LP, mm-hmm. uh, you know, your CD, whatever. You're not even registering that that was a song. Yes. Uh, well, I th- no, and, and I think part of part of the beauty of that song as well is going through all the live versions to find the one that really captures. Uh, the spirit of the song, you know. I don't think that recorded version really does it justice. So no, I like, there's potentially one out there where they jam in the middle and it goes to five seconds. 
That's right. Two second jam just to just to sort of pad it out in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's ridiculous. A three second song, uh, but not surprising that your metal background um, yeah, came to the rescue. Came to the rescue there to to pull that atrocity out. Let's go to long songs. All right. Let's go to long songs. Again, let's talk about uh, chart toppers. None of this three second bullshit. American Pie by Don McLean back in 1971. This is your eight minute 36. Yeah. This was a, this was a hit that they used to play at our school discos in the 80s, in the late 80s. It was still going strong. And they, and they played the full eight and a half minutes. It felt that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And the most surprising thing about this was there was no radio edit. Mm. That in fact when you bought the single, uh, it had a part A and a part B. So in the middle of the song you had to take it off the record player uh-huh. and flip it over so you could hear the rest of the song. If, if, if you wanted to. If you wanted to, yes. yeah. Not all of us do, but well, no. let's give it a bell. A long, long time ago I can still remember how that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while Now it is a great song, lovely melody It is a good great song Great lyrics, however, it's a little too long for my liking And he's a poet mm. of sorts So my feeling is He's no Dylan no, my sort of feeling is yes, he may just had a lot to say, yeah, and yeah. just said it over eight and a half minutes. Yes, I wonder if Madonna's version was drastically shorter. Did she zip in there and? I don't know. Uh, I would imagine there's maybe more of a dance feel to it. <laughs> I mean, that song does pick up later, in case you don't know it. But surely everyone knows that. Uh, I'd hope surely, so. surely our listener would know that. <laughs> At some stage, they will have had to endure the whole thing. That's right. That's right. Okay. So that was an 8 minute 36 song that uh, uh, was a chart topper. Mm-hmm. And it took until 1991 <gasps> for there to be a longer song in the charts. And this is by The Gunners, or Guns N' Roses for mm-hmm. the unofficiated. The Gunners. Uh, and this is November Rain. Again, a lovely song, but uh... now let me offend some people. <sighs> Is this just a, 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 an Axl Rose orchestral masturbation? <laughs> I said masturbation because our, okay. our listener is much more refined than that. Oh, right. Okay. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of orchestral stuff in here. There, there is. There is. I'm not denying that, uh, that it doesn't have a place, but... It is a very long intro, but I think it's okay. I, I think where the song... No, actually, it's too long. Um, <laughs> I think where it tends... We'll skip a little... Skip ahead. forward a little, please. There we go. Because Slash hasn't even unleashed himself no. yet. <laughs> And I think that's the thing, like, 
even though the the intro is long, I think it's probably when you get to the solo that at some point you really think you just need to tie up, guys. You've done a great job. Thank you for your service. So I'll skip forward to the solo. Yeah. If I can find it. No, that's the build-up to the solo. Actually, I think there are two solos, aren't there? There's the one in the film clip where Slash is leaning backwards from the cliff top. And then there's an, another part where it kicks in. So this is his first solo. Because the tempo changes, right, at some point? Yes. And so his solo matches the new... It's oh, like yeah. blistering, I think. You couldn't call this a blistering solo. No, that's not blistering. This it's hard to... Soaring? Soaring? Soaring, yeah. Soaring, yeah. So then we get to... Another yeah. build-up. Yeah, it's built Another up. solo. It's really a two-part song, probably. I can feel it. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh. Horns up, everyone. Horns, say my, horns up. My leather pants are tightening as we speak. <laughs> there's hey? a visual no, none of this needed. Or maybe it was just Slash's, Slash's leather hat. pants yeah. and his top hat yes. enlarging as we speak. Well, there we go. Wow. Not bad. Not now, bad. now, I also believe uh, the Gunners mm-hmm. would never tolerate a radio edit of that song. I have no idea if they did or not. So, so what's I'll, take it on, I'll take it on... Your good authority. That good, good as you as you should. <laughs> so what's interesting there, of course, is um, that uh, that song is also renowned for not only being the longest song in the charts, mm-hmm. uh, but the most expensive video for a while. Oh, so I think yeah. the video cost one point five million dollars, which which per you know a dollar dollar per minute value is uh, yeah wow okay, and most yeah. of it was just. Uh, uh, slash standing outside a church, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, especially for that solo. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you would have had you would have had um, Axel's, you know, hair straightening team. That's right. Um, on there's at least half a million dollars in that. Yes, that's right. Bandana, bandana adjuster. Yeah, well, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he probably had his bandana roadie. Yes. Right to bring him a fresh one every. Yes. Hey. Okay. Now I believe you have some songs that are longer. Oh yes, yes. We can go longer than that. Um, there is one that uh, there's got probably a few that have longer versions on the album, but there's a radio edit that you know sure. has entered the charts. Sure. So they're they're sneaky contenders um, to the crown. So I I can't say one way or the other for this particular song, but this is Fool's Gold by the Stone Roses, and it's up around the ten minute mark. Just shy of 10 minutes. And it mainly consists of that bass riff and 10 minutes of wah, 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 wah (laughs) on the guitar. A little shout out to Lord Kev there. Hey. Bringing back good times, good memories, I'm sure. Back on the Manchester beat. Uh, am I right in, in, in saying, unlike November Rain, this one doesn't really stray much from that signature? I think, I think that's it. They just hit on that groove. 
Yeah, it could and do. I've, I, I can't even remember. Well, I've lasted like, through the whole song. Can't even be bothered. So yeah, so basically they hit on that groove, mm-hmm. and then yeah, ten minutes later, I said, "Oh, let's wrap it up now." Mm-hmm. In fact, let me just skip ahead a little bit. It'll be a test for us. So this is this is halfway through. Let's have a listen. It's pretty much yeah, basically yeah. Still hang on, three quarters. <laughs> you sure? You really wasn't just the same thing. All right, nine tenths. Oh, it's winding up a little. No, that's just some sort of coda. And I think it just fades out. <laughs> I don't even have the balls to end it decent, <laughs> decently. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sorry, Lord Kev. Wow, that's ten minutes we'll never get back. If, if you decide to listen to that on, on our playlist, uh, good luck to you. Yes. Okay. Uh, but, but we can go beyond that. So, sorry, what was that time limit on that? I know people are making so, notes of this at home. <laughs> that was a nine-minute... Yeah, nine minutes, 50-something. 50 50-something. 50 yes. Like. We're, so, nothing about, we're nothing but quality and efficient here. We yeah. can tell you it's nine minutes something. Yeah, okay. That's right. Have you got something longer for us? Yes, but once we move into the realm of metal, uh, we, can, we can stretch it out a fair bit. There are numerous... <laughs> wow. We're now How entering, can I be a nerd talking about metal? We're now entering Al's nerd domain of uh, metal music. Um, and yes, yeah, so I don't. I don't have a full and thorough list of all the metal songs that are above ten minutes. <laughs> However, I know they're out there. Well, but you, and you've. But let me just say for the, for the listener at home, you have more than I allowed you to put on this podcast. <laughs> yes, right? yes, I do. I do have a classic, and it's um, it's by Iron Maiden, and it's "Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner," based on the uh, the famous poem. Um, so, fortunately, it being a very long poem, they didn't. Try and cover the entire thing, um, but they uh, they took it as inspiration. And how long is this this little opus? So this one is it's a very good question. I'll start the song and hopefully it will tell me. Thirteen and a half minutes. Wow, mm-hmm. worth every penny. My dad was impressed with this one when I first oh. played it because he knew the poem and so he could pull out snippets wow. where he's going, oh, that's from the poem, that's from the poem. So There you go. Yes. So 13 minutes, you said. Yep, 13. And that, that was their longest song for like 20 years until they wrote something that was, I don't know, 20 minutes. You've listened to the... Is it a song where you can listen to it in its entirety? Yeah, yep. And it carries you through? Oh, yeah. It's no, it's no fool's gold. It's no fool's gold. It has different sections. Right. You know, true, true to their proggy, uh, yes. proggy influence, yes. there, there are multiple sections in there. I think, I think if you want to go prog, you might call them movements. Yes. So there are several movements voice, in that voice. song? Different connotations for me. It's, <laughs> it's a good song and it won't have it sullied that way. Sorry. So. Sorry. Okay. All right. So that's, uh, that's a little bit of Iron Maiden. At 13 minutes something. Yes. Can, we, can we go longer? She we can. Said. We can. And see, you know, Iron Maiden, a well-known band, another incredibly famous band, Pink Floyd. 
Pink Floyd. Oh, this one's for Lord Kev. Yes, Lord Kev. Shout out uh, to Lord Kev. That's right. Hold on to your hats, Lord Kev, because <laughs> here comes over 20 minutes of Pink Floyd. <laughs> um, so this, uh, this song is Echoes, which was uh, the B-side of one of their albums. So there was no, nothing else on that except this song. So And it locks in at... Uh, 23 and a half minutes. Wow. Mm. And this has got some movements in it too, oh, it's right? It's got movements, plenty of movement. <laughs> it takes a while to build. So it's a special treat to Lord Kev. We're going to listen to the whole That's right. 23 and a half minutes we'll now. Be, we'll be back in 33 minutes. <laughs> That's right. If you'd like to imbibe some substances at this point, we'll pick you up at the end of the trip. Might need to take some no-dos. <laughs> so I'll skip a bit just to... Please. The funky interlude that they uh, often like to uh, include in their songs. Society's breaking no. down. Yep. Seagulls in the background, my favourite bird. Going a little bit further than that. So some of their uh, some of their other songs for something that long, like Shine on Your Crazy Diamond hmm. or uh, First Side of Atom Heart Mother. They tended to go, well, we'll, we'll call them sections or, you know, movements. So, yes. like, you've got Shine yeah, on yeah. Crazy Diamond parts one, two, and three, and then on the B side there's four, five, and six or something. But this one, I think it's essentially that idea that they have broken it up into movements, but they just said, well, it's, it's just one big song. So they could be cheating. Yeah, because it almost <laughs> feels like either it's – and, again, in that drug – uh, fueled state of mind back in the in that day, uh, it feels like this is just a jam one night where it we just drifted mm-hmm. from one movement to the next, and then someone started you know someone started molesting a seagull <laughs> at some point and went hang on that's well, let's just move over here to that little section sure. and then mm-hmm. you know yeah possibly uh, I'd like to think there's more artistry behind it than that but <laughs> you know you've had your own experiences in bands <laughs> that's right I was going to so. say surely everyone. <laughs> Everyone had the seagull up on stage at some point. But it is interesting that you mention, you know, jamming there as a possible inspiration because yeah. uh, I think some of the you know, the longest recorded songs would probably be jams that bands are doing on stage. So like, a, they, like a live album. Yeah. They, they've got to that point um, of a song where they say, excellent, we can, we can rip loose, you know, the guitarist will have a solo, the drummer will have a turn. Um, Give everyone a crack. Yeah, you, you could do that. And, and so some of them become exceptionally long. So some of them, I don't know if they ever get transferred off stage at that length into a rec- recording studio. Yeah. And they said, you know, that works so well. We're really going to hammer it for 35 minutes. Yeah. Um, but, but here's an example of uh, one of those jams. This is the Allman Brothers Band. And they've called it Mountain Jam just to keep it nice and simple so we know it's a jam. Um, that was a giveaway to me. That was just... <laughs> 
<laughs> They've made it clear for everyone to hear. Yes, yes. So this is 31 minutes. So if it was a live album, I'm guessing that that would be a whole side. Keep on noodling, brother. That's right. You don't need any direction. Keep going. I think the rest of the band are going home at this point. I think the drummer's just there bashing away on the ride or something. He's just waiting for the nod to kick in. That's right. Well, he's probably just tuning the kit. <laughs> Doesn't realise we're started yet. Is there anything more to it? Oh shit. Yes, that's what I'm after. Still noodling, this is oh, a noodling song. Keyboard noodling. Does it go anywhere else? Well, let's let's find out. That was a quarter of the way. Halfway? Ah, uh, the drum oh, solo. Drum Thank solo. You. Whew. Animal on the drums there. Special guest star from the Muppets. All right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So nice. three quarters. More noodling on there. Uh -huh. oh, a little bit of bass guitar there. Mm -hmm. It could be a bass and keyboard uh, uh, noodle off. Oh, I guess I guess if you've got the skills to do it, you've really got to hold the audience for a long time. <laughs> yes. I, again, uh, and and I think sometimes the problem with a live album is it's great if you were there to recall that lovely time. Mm. But you're dedicated if you want to listen to a thirty minute jam, thirty minute jam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And okay. I, and, and I, I'm I'm thinking that probably thirty minutes is the limit of pre CD. Yes. Pre streaming. Yeah. Music, we're, we're with a uh, with an LP. With an LP, um, you know, it's just one continuous groove. If you want to have a as as much time on that as possible, you have to squeeze the grooves close together. Sure. Uh, which means at some point there's a physical limit. You just boring. <laughs> okay, moving along. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, that's my little buzzer here. Let me do it again. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> wow. Yes. I so think that's, no, but that's the thing. It's like, why didn't you have, because some of the songs I'm about to play next, just little Skerricks or, sure. you know, name drop them at least, sure. are incredibly long. And you probably, if, if you weren't aware of it, you might think, well, why didn't that happen before? Surely there have been wankers all throughout music. Yes. How come we didn't have these monstrosities in the record playing days? Sure. So that would be why there is a, there is a physical limit. So let's name check them. All right. Well, one that goes for, I believe it's a number of hours. Wow. Is, is The Rise and Fall of Bossa Nova uh, by PC3. I think I've said it correctly. Wow. So this is one that can only be accomplished by 
doing it on computer and having it streamable. You're never going to get this on a CD. No, this is a this is a recorded song. This is not a recorded song because yes. potentially no one's performing this on stage for five hours. Because who the hell is going to sit there and watch this? Yeah, you'd be surprised. So <laughs> let's let's have a, a quick listen to it just so you get a, a sense of what it's doing. I might skip forward a little bit. They tend to have these big build-ups. So even on Spotify, sorry, I think it's 13 hours. Wow. So even on Spotify, they didn't just give you one song. They've got section one, section two. Right, they broke it down. Yes. So lots of airy pads. So if you uh, you really like your love making <laughs> tantric, this is this is tantric. This is potentially this is this is Sting's foreplay. <laughs> this is a warm up. Yes. This is just a warm up for him. Yeah. The rest of us are in hospital, having lost several layers of skin. <laughs> Sting's, several liters of fluid. Sting hasn't even got his gear off yet. Yeah. He's still dancing yeah. seductively. So yes, you know, they're, they're, this is from section one of it, so wow. who knows what the other sections would bring over the course of 13 hours. So that's PC5? Uh, PC3. PC3, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, or PCIII. Maybe he's a pirate, oh. I don't know. I, I. Hey, Or she. And and on our playlist for, for those who are playing at home, will you be putting every movement on? I won't, I won't. I won't be putting every movement on, so I don't even know if I would put that one on, so sure. it, it could be a, a bit too much, but That's right. we'll see how we go. Could be a room clear of that one. That's okay. right. All right. So have we reached the the extrem- extremities? No. Oh, oh, we're gonna... close. We're oh, close. what? We've got one, theoretically, that um, tops everything. So I'll play that one first. You may be familiar with it. This is the song that never ends. It just goes round and round, my friends. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. And we continue singing it forever, just because this is the song that never ends. Wow. It just goes yep, so you do this with uh, kids on a bus trip. Oh. And uh, it just keeps going. Yeah, and eventually you stab yourself in the eye with a fork. <laughs> Uh, so, is there? Are you, you, what, what was that recording you played then? Well, that was. This is the song that never ends, and it's a uh, just a. I guess you'd call it a traditional sure kids' music one. But that was a truncated version. That's a tr- yes. It doesn't literally go forever, although some people have done marathon efforts of it uh, in the hours. So and, and and good luck to them. Yes, they're usually they're going for a record. So. Sure. Sure, and probably, and they're certainly not a record contract. (laughs) And then they're probably going for some therapy, yes, uh, and potentially see a doctor. Yes. Okay. All right. However, the the longest one that is is currently playing, and started a number of years ago. So it's still playing. It's still playing, and it's expected to uh, to keep going going for six hundred and thirty nine years. So it's a song called "As Slow as Possible" by John Cage. Now, he didn't give any guidance to how long it should actually be. He just followed the instruction as as slow as possible. So everyone who's picked up his, his music, it's ranged from half an hour to an hour. It's only eight pages of sheet music. 
Right. Um, so half an hour to an hour might be a standard performance. A few people have done three three hours maybe. This particular performance is uh, played on a, a uh, pipe organ in a church in Germany. It started in 2001, not this particular version I'm going to play, but this song. began in 2001 uh, and it took a bit over a year before the first chord played because um, it was just, you know, everyone, shush, okay. And then pause uh, for a bit over a year. Pause for and, over a year. And then... Uh, the so currently f- we're playing that pause right now. We just, we just <laughs> happen to be speaking over it. The, the first chord played um, and that chord lasted two and a half years. <laughs> so, um, yes, so it began 2001. Uh, we'll finish in 2640. So just to give you a little taste of what a, a short version of it sounds like, this is uh, as slow as possible, also called Organ Squared. And it's a toe tapper. So what I like about that song is that you don't need to kill yourself to stop from hearing it because eventually you're going to die anyway during it, right? Yes. Because I imagine it... It's guilt-free. When you when you read the, the sheet music and you get to the end of the eight pages, it says mm-hmm. uh, keep repeating indefinitely until the world ends, <laughs> yes. right? That's, what it, that's uh-huh. what it says? Yeah. Wow. So there are other ones in a similar vein that go for hundreds of years, but... Uh, <laughs> Not for this little black duck. Wow. But the, the only way that that allows, uh, the only way that that can be uh, as slowly as, uh, the, the longest song mm. is if it is done as slowly as possible, which yes. brings us to the, the tempo side yes. of the episode. So what's tempo got to do with it? Well, if you played it fast, uh, it wouldn't be as slow as possible. So you'd speed it up. So if you increase your tempo, the number of beats per minute, um, if you increase your tempo, then you get through a song faster. You uh, decrease the tempo, you stretch it out into at least 600 plus years. Okay. So so a, a slow song is potentially going to be a long song. Potentially. Potentially, yes. yes. Uh, or a longer song. Uh, so, so hit us with a slow song. Yeah. So this is, this is slowish. It's a, it is also a little long because uh, it's by My Dying Bride. Oh. Yes. It's, it's called CME um, Roman Numerals. Potentially a slow, long song isn't going to be about a happy topic. No. Surely. Is he singing about his dying bride? Because he doesn't seem very happy. Well, most of the songs on that album are not not cheerful. It was one of my albums of the week. It's a a great album, but it's it's not a pick-me-up. 
No. And and then because these are long songs, there's just three songs in the album they, and they sort of phoned it in that way? No, no, I think there are about 12 songs. That, okay. that one is uh, six, a bit over six minutes. Okay. So right. it's, you know, it's it's reasonable for, for that album. Sure. Um, a- again, what's good about that is I'm potentially slitting my throat after that, <laughs> which would fit quite nicely in with the theme. That's right. But it's um, for that style of music, like that was 60 beats per minute. So if you're looking at... Um, like which, is, you, which is slower than your heartbeat? Yeah, a little bit slower. So yeah. I don't think you're ever going to find like an up-tempo yeah. funeral dirge, which I guess is closest to that type of music. You know, yes. You want it to feel... You want it to resonate. You want to feel yes. soulful. Yes. Ponder all your mistakes. Well, you and, died. And you're useless, dead. That's, a big, that's your biggest mistake. <laughs> yes. But, but as you start going beyond 60, you start, you know, jumping every 10 beats per minute. You start getting into the, uh, the range where people feel this is quite comfortable uh, and it's what a lot of popular music will be in, that range between probably 80 and maybe 120 It'll either get your foot tapping or it'll get you up dancing. That's right, because when you're at a funeral, you don't really want to dance. No, traditionally. Traditionally, you don't really want to dance. Well, not upbeat dancing. No. There may be some, you know. That's right. Cultural dance, but generally not. Or if you've had a couple of wines Mm, and you're sad, you might throw yourself around the room. Have a a boogie woogie. As as you start moving on, it can get difficult sometimes to work out uh, what the beats per minute are. Uh, and this goes back to what we talked about last time with time signatures. Sure. Um, so one example is uh, this ZZ Top song, Lagrange, and you could uh, you could think that it it is at eighty beats per minute. Eighty beats per minute. Sure. Or other people may say, well, no, it's one hundred and sixty beats per minute. Oh, okay. So usually sheet music has a little description just to help you. You'll hear the difference from My Dying Bride. Blind melon shitman. He was drinking at that funeral, obviously. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you want to go to that whole mile they got a lot of nice girls. Sure. So the effects of rhythm, because it's got the in, 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 in. Yes. You know, there's something constant happening there, which even if it, I guess if it was a slower tempo on paper, it sounds much faster. Yeah. Um, and, and, and again, you're dancing to that one in the nightclub. Yeah. Not at so the, much at the, the very least, dime. you're tapping your foot. Yeah. Yes, getting into it, feeling good. So moving ahead on to uh, 90 beats per minute, we've got uh, an, what's it, 80s, 90s? Classic Black Velvet. Certainly do some dancing to that if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's uh it's on the lower end of the stuff you dance to though. Yeah, yeah. Have you got something a little bit more up tempo oh. for the young kids? Yes. Of course. 
So at the at the uh, other end of kind of the comfortable sure. dance, yeah, standard dance, you know, adult dancing, not uh, oh, that sounded wrong. Um, <laughs> grown ups, <laughs> grown, grown ups That's dancing, right. not kids in the clubs doing their nut on techno. <laughs> okay, so so basically, what you're saying is when two adults love each other very much. <laughs> That's right. They might dance to something like this on the dance floor. Yes. So this is George Michael. And this is flawless, and it is about 125 beats per minute. So nice steady beat. You can imagine that even if you don't dance, you could imagine someone dancing to it. Without having a stroke. Without either. having a stroke, yes. You, there, Not like those crazy kids. That's right. You, there's n- you don't need uh, uh, chemicals to be able to dance to this one. No. It might help. Um, and, uh, and you, you don't need to be an aerobic instructor either. Exactly. You can still do nice fluid movements to this without it all having to be jerky and, you know, looking like it's all just made up. I think we've all got a little vision there of you dancing with fluid movements. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lots of fluid. Great. <laughs> so, so that's George Michael. Yeah. Flawless. All yeah. right. So can you take us out of that Yes. That comfort zone. Sure. I will skip over most of uh, Kev's 90s um, <laughs> haze um, and go, of course, straight to metal. No! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So here we are back again. Yeah. Isn't it surprising? Every time there's a category, you can find some metal oh, to of delve course. into. There's just uh, there's so, so much to, uh, to grab from it. Great. So let's let's jump into some more up tempo yes. metal songs. What have you got? Well, I've got some Slayer. Of course you do. Yes, um, Slayer, Metallica, a lot of the thrash bands from the eighties, and uh, I guess the ones that they've inspired from there. Going above two hundred was not an unusual thing. So uh, this particular one is uh, War Ensemble, uh, and it is clocking in at two hundred and forty beats per minute. Don't try running to this one. So you notice that the drummer didn't keep up the hard tempo all the way through. So you start off hard, ease back a little bit, but then you'll, you know, later on go hard again. So I'm guessing the drummer has RSI. But possibly, possibly. They've gone through a few drummers. In but his I think wrists it's... and his ankles too, right? Yes. Well, I mean, he still plays. I don't know if he... Uh, does he play, does he play, for, a few times, does he play for My Dying Bride now, no. knowing that they're playing 60 <laughs> beats a minute? He's jumped down from 200 and something to 60? Uh, until, until Slayer had to fold recently, and I think that they have. Don't hate on me, metal fans, if I'm wrong. He, he was playing with them and they were still doing songs as fast as that. Wow. And that was, you know, he's been playing... 
songs that fast since the mid eighties. Right. So okay. it's, it's pretty good. You do have to be fairly fit to You do. Unfortunately yes. I don't have a sound effect which would just be pointless, pointless, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm I'm sure that because it, it almost feels let's go back to the uh to the Axl Rose orchestral masturbation, mm-hmm. this feels just like how fast can you go, motherfucker? Yes. And, the, and it doesn't matter what we're doing as long as it's faster yes, yes. than somebody else. That will definitely play a part, absolutely. So now, now where were we at then? Where we, what what so, beats so, per minute? Where are we, 200 and...? 240. 40. Can, you, can we go faster? Yes. Oh, let's go faster. Yes, and you'll be surprised to learn it's heavy metal again. Oh. And on the same topic of war... Except this is by a different band called Meshuggah. So the best I could work out was that that varies. Like there are a couple of sections in the song. I think it varies between three hundred. And, and 250. <laughs> um, however, they wow. did do that with program drums. Oh, of course. Yes. So, you know, the Slayer drummer, Dave Lombardo, and, and I guess a lot of people similar to him, there are physical limits to how long you can play. I'm guessing that uh, past a point, no one's going to say, let's do War Ensemble Yes. for a 15-minute song. So, so you are you suggesting also then that a fast song is going to be a short song because the drummer's going to pass out at some point? At some point. Uh, I think, well, if you're, as I was saying in War Ensemble, he broke it up a bit. Yeah. So it'd be like, okay, I'll go as fast as I can and then I'll pull back for a little bit. Even though the tempo hasn't changed, I'll do, you know, something different with the drums to give my arms a break and then we'll, you know, go into it again and then pull back. Now you, you that's but, but a song like that yeah. by Meshuggah was just, yeah. you know. Crazy. Yes. That's that's right. It's uh, probably unjust. Uh, so illegal. Uh, the the general surgeon recommends not to play that song. Right. Your drummer. <laughs> yes. uh, I can imagine the problem because that Slay song you played us is an album recording mm. in the studio. Yes. What happens when they get on stage and the adrenaline kicks in? You know, and, and the crowd goes and they say, "Let's crank it up, guys!" Holy hell! Yeah. Well, I I guess that's the uh, the importance of respecting your drummer on stage <laughs> and letting the drummer do the counting. Wow, yeah, uh, poor bastard, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very difficult for the guitarist to maintain speeds like that as well. Yeah. So you've really got to work work together, otherwise someone's going to get quite cranky. Uh, have you got any other metal that I've you got, want to I've subject got no more, us to? I've got no more metal, but surprisingly I've got some Moby. Wow. And, and this... He's a nice chap. Yes. He I, doesn't play fast. Not generally. Or this was one of his... Did he play with this when he had hair and then he said, <laughs> That's right. After that he, he found Krishna. Yes, this one I'm assuming was fairly early in his career, 93. Sure. Anyway, um, but this one is called Thousand and I could be wrong but I think it's in the Guinness Book of Records as... Now, the whole song is in, at 1,000 beats per minute but it has a section that gets up to 1,000. Uh, And it does that a few times. Right. So let's see if we can hit it. Yeah.
can hear it getting faster. The obligatory sample. I'm looking for a lollipop. Lining us up. And then it just starts all over again. Wow. I, I would like to think uh, that I didn't ruin that song by turning it down early. <sighs> but <laughs> Everyone was peaking. I think I might have saved, saved everyone from that. Wow. Well, that was, again, there's your time, there's your time tempo uh, masturbatory session going on right there. Because <laughs> there's nothing going on. Let's just speed it up, keep cranking it up. Yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got one sample and a, a fuzzy keyboard in the background and just a drum machine that he keeps cranking. He probably just did it live and just as the ecstasy kicked in, it just drifted <laughs> out with him. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether it should be in the record book. It seems like really all you're doing is turning a dial. That's right. It's not like the entire song is a thousand beats per minute. That's right. Which would be, I guess it would just be essentially static. So write to your local chapter of the Guinness Book of Records to yes. dispute this. Yes. Uh, you may I, like their stout, but damn it, that's right. you don't have to accept their records. That's right. Get back to the beers, boys. Mm. Moby does not deserve that entry. Well, I feel like we've really danced around this topic this evening. Isn't it mm-hmm. great? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone is still listening, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we've, we've talked about uh, uh, song length. Uh, we've done short. Super short, long, super long, and then we talked about potentially the role that tempo mm. might play. I think someone might have learnt something this evening. It might have even been us. Yes. That this was a silly topic. Yes. <laughs> Tick-tock, motherfucker. Well, that's it for another quality episode mm. of the Lords of Loud Summer Series. Thanks, Lord Al. No, thank you, Lord Brett. I suggest uh, if you want to, you can jump on and onto Spotify I'll do a search on our profile. Yes, only the profile. Don't go to the podcast because you'll find nothing except us rambling. Yeah, 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 ramblings. But if you're interested in the songs we play tonight, jump on the Spotify, look up our profile. You'll see the uh, episode nine of the summer series. You'll see see most of the songs we play this evening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not all repercussions. Yes, and probably not the 600... uh, 
year. Something. That's right. So, yeah, no, no, you'll have to look for that one. Go visit in person. It's quite a, quite a, a thing. <laughs> That's right. Uh, jump online as well. Uh, go to lordsaloud.com, buy a T-shirt, support, support the podcast you love. Hmm. And then buy one of our shirts as well while you're there, <laughs> uh, and that'll keep us uh, keep the keep the hounds from the door. And you'll hear us next time on the Lords of Loud. You've been listening to Lords of Loud, the summer series. Don't forget to check us out online, lordsofloud.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs>